As a small business owner, have you ever felt overwhelmed by the pressure of choosing the right hire or leading a team? Or have you ever found yourself tolerating a bad hire because you fear trying and failing again as you repeat the hiring process? If so, you're not alone and you are in the right place. Welcome to the Growing Your Team podcast. The Growing Your Team podcast teaches business owners like you to expand your unique business by teaching you to master the hiring and team management process. Hiring and managing a team does not have to be a challenge. You just have to learn to do it right. And the Growing Your Team podcast teaches you how to become a confident leader who hires right every single time. Now, let's jump into the show where each episode, you will learn tips on how to identify what type of help you need on your team, how to source amazing candidates, how to conduct interviews that lead you to your idea team member, how to onboard successfully, and how to lead every person in your business so you have a team of rock stars who you are happy to pay every single paycheck. So let's jump in and teach you how to hire like a pro. Hello, Jamie Van Kuyk here, and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. I had a fantastic time last week speaking at PodFest in Orlando, Florida. For me, that's just a few hour drive away, but um, it was so great seeing so many podcasters and so many people who don't have a podcast themselves, but guests on podcasts come together for an opportunity to learn and network and grow their skills so they can have better shows and be better guests. There was also a lot of people out there that provide services to podcasters. So I was able to talk to some people that that if you have a podcast, could be some great connections if you're ready to start outsourcing your podcast work or are thinking about starting a podcast in the future, but you don't want to learn how to do everything yourself. So what I decided to do today was share with you a part of my presentation from PodFest. And what I talked about, you might be sitting there and saying, well, this isn't relevant to me because I don't have a podcast yet because we're going to talk about the three tasks you must delegate to scale your podcast. And if that's truly the case, skip this episode and you can come back to it if you decide to launch a podcast in the future. But there also could be great things in here for you because this could apply to other things in your business. There could be other things you're doing for marketing purposes where you're taking on a lot of the work that could be delegated. For example, instead of a podcast, you could substitute it as a blog that's going out there or anything else. It could be the production of TikTok videos if that's how you market your business or creating reels for Instagram. So while I'm talking about podcasting specifically in this episode, this could apply to other areas of your business. 
So like I said, today I'm going to share with you a little bit from my presentation that I presented at PodFest last week, and we're going to talk about the three tasks you must delegate to scale your podcast. With podcasting, most people that I know that start a podcast for their business take on a majority of the work themselves. And that's exactly where I was when I started my podcast. I wanted to see what can this actually do for my business before I invested any dollars into getting help producing it. I was, I will say, very blessed that I had someone who was thinking about launching a course or a program to help people get started with podcasting that wanted someone to kind of like test things out as she was putting together this program. So I was kind of her guinea pig. So I had someone walking me through all of the, here's what you need to do if you want to start a podcast, um, you know, type stuff. But I still did all the work myself. And it was a while before I started outsourcing anything because like many things in our business, we then just get into habits of doing. It's sometimes difficult to pull ourselves away from doing and giving the task to somebody else. Because even though we might be overwhelmed, there's still that that change of behavior to start delegating to somebody else. And we get stuck in routines, even when they're routines that we don't want to be in. So talking about podcasts, or like I said, this could apply to other things in your business if you don't have a podcast, what should you delegate in order to really scale. Like at PodFest, I specifically talked about scaling your podcast. But if you're a business owner who has a podcast, what is the purpose of your podcast? Why would you want to scale your podcast to more listeners? So you get more customers for your business. Your podcast is a marketing tool. So you scale your podcast so you can scale your business. So the first thing that I shared that you should outsource, that you should delegate, that you should get someone to help you with, with a podcast is the production. And why? Well, first off, the most obvious thing is production takes time. Obviously for a podcast or if it's you creating reels or TikTok videos or stuff like that, there's things that you have to be involved in. So for example, I still need to show up and record my podcast episodes but I don't have to be doing the editing on the back end. And that editing takes time. So production can be very time consuming. And there's things with production, like I said, like showing up and recording or being on video or things like that that you have to do. But you don't have to do the back end's production work. That can be given to someone else. And when we think about production and we think about why people consume our content, it is because not only the content is providing them value, that the content itself is produced in a way that doesn't turn them off. So when it comes to podcasting, the listener experience is everything. For example, for this show, if my audio was always horrible, would you be listening? Probably not. If TikTok videos that you put out there are just painful to watch because of the production value, people probably aren't going to stick around for the content. 
you know, I was even thinking about this with um, my husband was giving an example the other day that they are watching educational videos for work. And he was like, oh my gosh, it jumped from here to there. It was like all these things, the sound would be different in this clip as it would be on this. And it was like, they were just painful to watch. And he's like, I can't watch these anymore. So he's like, the content is great. What we're learning is great, but it's hard to watch. And production, editing can take skill. And if you don't have that technical skill to do the production side of it, to do the editing side of video, or even for a blog, you're not a great writer, it can be very valuable to have someone help you with that production because then it's going to be out there in a way that your audience actually wants to consume it, that they actually can absorb what you're trying to tell them. So that's why production is very, very important. And I want to share uh, some data with you. And this is what I shared at PodFest of me outsourcing the, the editing, the production of my podcast. So at first, like I said, I was doing everything myself. And when I started outsourcing the production, if we looked at the time period for before I outsourced my production to after I outsourced my production, there was the average monthly download of my podcast increased by 75%. All of a sudden there was an increase because I outsourced the production. And yeah, at first, can we sit there and say, well, people knew that things, uh, the audio is better, so they, they tuned in. No, that's not necessarily the case because people have to come back and listen and there has to be more. But because I outsourced the production and it wasn't taking my time anymore, I was able to then do other things to increase listenership. And as listeners caught on to the podcast, they then were more inclined to stick around because the production value was higher. So that is just one thing that you can start outsourcing. If you really have this, whether, like I said, it is a podcast or a blog or something else that takes a lot of production time, consider outsourcing the production that you don't have to be involved in to an expert so that way it's high quality for your audience. The next thing, and this really is podcast specific. So if you don't have a podcast, this might or might not um, apply to your business and or you know what it is that you use out there for marketing purposes. And this is show notes. Show notes are a great thing to outsource for your podcast because they tend to be very templated. You know, for example, if you've been over to growingyourteam.com and looking at our show notes, they follow a standard template. We have a template on the website. And the, the team member that populates that, it's mostly just pulling things in. It's pulling things in for links for related episode. It's dropping the links that the guests gave us for how to contact them. A lot of this stuff, it takes time, but it doesn't necessarily take that high level thinking work. And I don't want to put down anyone who does show notes and produces show notes for their business because obviously it's important stuff that needs to get done. But there's a lot of it that's just pulling in information that's already provided. Now, with show notes, one of the things that I think is absolutely super valuable with show notes is that quick little snippet overview. And obviously, if you're going to outsource that to somebody, the person you're outsourcing to that, that to needs to have writing skill. 
But most everything else with show notes is templatized. You want someone who can help you put together show notes that increase your searchability. So there's the SEO factor. You want people who have attention to detail so they can pull that in. And if you can find a team member who can do that, then you can focus your time on the higher level tasks. You know, it could even be one of those things with, you know, to kind of relate it to some other things if you do write blogs. Okay, if the blog's written, why do you have to be the person to upload it to your website? Why do you have to be the person that puts in all the links that are needed? Why do you have to be the person that drops the graphics onto the page? You don't have to do that yourself. It just needs to get done with, if we're talking about TikTok videos or Reels, after they're produced and created, you don't have to be the one that goes and actually uploads them. Someone else can do that for you. Someone else can put in the comments, uh, you know, the overview, the snippet, the description of what it is. You know, someone else can do the work that you don't need to be involved in. In some cases, it's going to be super simple and easy to have the person that does the production do this next step as well. And other times it's going to be a different person. So you have to look at it to say, do I need to be involved in this specific task within the bigger picture of whatever it is that you're doing for marketing purposes? And speaking of marketing, we're going to go on to the third thing that you should delegate if you want to scale your podcast or you know, get the time back that you're putting into some of these other efforts. And that is the marketing. If you do a podcast, if you have a blog, if you're spending time doing reels or TikTok videos, how are people finding out about them? How are you getting them in front of new eyes? How are you repurposing your content? Meaning, um, for this for this thing, when I say repurposing, I mean that you have this podcast episode that went out a year ago but is still relevant, how are you putting it in front of people's eyes again so they go and read it? That's all marketing. Show promotion for podcast or blog promotion if you have blogs is the top way to grow your audience. If you just have your content sit there, is it really doing anything of value for you? So Marketing is also a great way to re-engage for a podcast past listeners or your blog posts past readers. If they don't know that new content is out there, are they going to go and consume it? And for some things, like for podcasts, you can say, well, I follow shows, so I know when there's new stuff out there. And I'm assuming people are following my show and they know when I put new content out there, which is somewhat true. But there are a lot of listeners like me. I binge shows which means I listen to a bunch of episodes back to back and then I move on to a different show. What typically, and especially when it comes to business podcasts, what typically makes me go and start binging a particular show again is the marketing where I get an email from one of the podcasts that I follow and they're talking about a topic that I'm just like, oh my gosh, that is so relevant to me right now. I need to go listen to it. And then I go listen to it and I'm just like, why has it been so long since I listened to this podcast? Let me go listen to the next episode or the one from the previous week and the one from before that. And next thing I know, I've listened to a bunch of it because I love it. And it's even though this is a podcast that I know I love, even though it's one I follow, 
It's the marketing that sometimes gets me to go listen to particular episodes. And I want to share a little bit about my podcast and the marketing. And this is what helped me realize that I needed to outsource the marketing for my own podcast. So my podcast was doing decent, but I sat there and said, I don't feel like I'm doing everything possible for this podcast. I feel like a lot of work is going into it compared to the return that I am receiving. What can be done or is it time to give up on the podcast? And I realized I didn't want to give up on the podcast. So it was like, what can I do? How do I scale the podcast so I can get a higher return for my business? And that's when I realized I wasn't really marketing my podcast well. I was still holding on to all the marketing tasks and I was not really putting in the effort that I needed to. So I decided I am going all in on marketing. I'm going to figure out what I need to do. I'm going to start telling my audience about it. I'm going to actually tell my email list that, hey, here's some episodes you should go listen to. Because like I said, that's sometimes what pulls me in to listen to other people's podcast episodes. I'm going to actually start promoting things on, on Instagram to my audience. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to start marketing. And so for one month, I went all in on marketing. That month compared to the month before, I had a 180% increase in downloads. I'll repeat that, 180% increase in downloads. And I was just like, wow, this marketing thing works. When I actually tell people about my podcast, people listen. Okay, but the next month, I was on vacation for a lot of the month. The kids were home from school. I was mostly focusing on my client work because that was taking priority of the time that I had. And what happened? Downloads dipped significantly. They didn't go down to like what the average was before, but there was a significant drop compared to that that peak that I had. And I looked at that and I was like, okay, some of this is probably the residual marketing coming over from the other episodes and stuff that I was promoting, but I really failed at promoting this month. So I'm going to go back at it. So the next month I went back into marketing and I had another spike pretty much going up to what that previous spike was. And I was just like, okay, once again, this marketing thing makes a difference. And so now I had these two really great months on my podcast with a so-so month in between, but these two spikes. And what happened? That next month, I had my second highest sales month ever in my business. And because of that, client work took the place of marketing on my to-do list. But some of these clients came through my podcast. But because marketing took the back burner, because I was focusing on these new clients and focusing on all these projects, my podcast downloads dipped again. The next month, I had another slight peak, but probably only went up from where the dip was to where the peak was the previous month, about 50%. So it wasn't as huge, but I really kind of put in, I would say, 50% of the effort that I put on put in during those other peak months. So I had kind of got 50% of that spike back, 
but I was limited on time and couldn't do a lot of the marketing myself. And I recognized that, but I was just like, okay, like here's the thing. I put in a little bit of effort and there's a little bit of a spike, but this marketing makes a difference. The next month, another drop because I was traveling for the holidays and I was dealing with some personal issues that once again limited my working hours. And when my working hours are limited, I focus on my clients and I don't focus on marketing. And when I sat there, because now this was six months of data, I said, this is the difference marketing makes. What's the point of doing this if I'm not going to market? Because marketing makes a difference. But I know that marketing is going to be put on the back burner if I run out of time. So therefore, I am not the right person to hold on to these marketing tasks. I hurt my business when I hold on to the marketing tasks. So what did I do? Started creating plans to get the marketing off of my to-do list and delegate it to somebody else. And with marketing, I know I talk to a lot of business owners that hold on to that marketing. This isn't just marketing for a podcast or for a blog or anything like that. It just can be marketing in the, with their business in general. You know, if you're like a lot of business owners, if marketing is not a strength of yours, it's probably one of those things that you put to the back burner when you're busy. And then what happens? You get these you get these spikes and drops and spikes and drops of revenue. So marketing is a really important thing to get off your plate if you want to scale. It's something we've talked about on a previous uh, episode where we had Veronica Romney come on and really talk about why you need to delegate your marketing to scale your business. And you know, so this isn't just a podcast thing when it comes to getting these tasks off your plate, it can really, really make a difference with your business overall. So those are the three things that I shared at PodFest this past week. And um, the presentation included some other things on how to find the right hire once you identify that it's time to hire, and also how you're hurting your business and limit your growth when you don't hire, which are things that we talk about a lot on this podcast. But these three specific tasks can really make a difference. And there's sometimes things that you just hold on to out of routine. They're ho you hold on to because it costs money to delegate. But sometimes you have to look at it as what can happen if you get this off your plate? What can the return on your investment be? And sometimes it makes a huge difference in your business. So if you have a podcast or a blog or something else that's taking a lot of your time, and you want to continue with it because you do see the value of it with your business, see what you can start outsourcing, what you can delegate to a current team member or what you can hand off to a new employee or contractor. So that way you get the full benefit of having these items in your business without you having to spend all of your time on these tasks. Are you ready to hire a new team member for your business and you want to ensure you hire the person who can succeed in the role, make you happy, and positively impact your bottom line? Then let's talk and see how growing your team can help you master the art of hiring. Through bespoke hiring frameworks and comprehensive guidance, 
you will learn how to attract candidates who have the passion you desire and the skills needed to succeed. At Growing Your Team, women entrepreneurs and leaders work with us to help them expand their unique businesses by teaching them how to hire like a pro. Let's connect and see how we can help you. Send me an email at jamie at growingyourteam.com. That's jamie, J-A-M-I-E at growingyourteam.com or head on over to growingyourteam.com slash jumpstart with jumpstart being all one word. And let's talk about how you can become a confident leader who hires right every single time.